With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. Uh, Blue Jays off tonight. They begin a series against the Baltimore Orioles on the road, a team that they've had a lot of trouble uh, beating this season. And tonight, uh, the Seattle Mariners, they're looking for their seventh win in a row. They visit the Chicago White Sox. That game's underway. They're up 4 nothing early on the Mariners, uh, looking for win number seven. They have a half-game lead on the uh, Toronto Blue Jays for the third and final American League wildcard spot. Uh, there is one NFL preseason game going on right now. Uh, that is the uh, Washington Commanders taking on the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens lead 7-3. And uh, the CFL will begin week 12 on Thursday. The Elks have uh, been the first game of the week the last couple of weeks, but they will be the uh, final game of week 12, which does get underway on Thursday in Winnipeg. The Bombers, who uh, likely will have Zach Caleros back in the lineup after missing a couple games after suffering a neck injury against the uh, Elks a couple weeks ago. The uh, Bombers taking on the red-hot Montreal Alouettes and the Elks with their first win of the season. I'm sure that felt really, really good for uh, the team, including Manny Arsenault, the veteran receiver who joins us right now on Inside Sports. Manny, nice to have you back on the show. How you doing, sir? Man, I'm doing fine. I can't complain. Everything's all right. That's good. Well, uh, you know, every week you've gone into uh, the next week with, with a loss hanging over the team's head. Tell me what it's like to start the week with a win finally with that, that the team earned in Hamilton 24-10 last Thursday. Um, it's always good to um, win the games. Well, win a game in professional football, which is a hard thing to do. But um, it's just about building confidence, man, and just making those strides, trying to go forward and set your team up in a position, man, to where you can um, be able to make the playoffs and um, just just get things going on a good note for the most part. So that win was very important. And it's just always good to get the first one rather sooner than later. But uh, we was able to play a a good Hamilton team due to the adversity with the rain stoppage, weather delays, we was able to find a way to finish. And that's an area that we've lacked the past, um, well, the beginning stretch of the season is just mm-hmm. finishing out football games. So that was very huge for us. And also playing a opponent that had came into our house and um, we suffered a loss playing them. So it was good to be able to respond against a team that we have faced and, um, being able to finish four quarters of football. You know, you talked about going in and having the confidence and and building the confidence off of a win like that, and I think that's something that has been um, at times, you know, maybe 
questionable in in games where you know you you have good first halves and then the second halves you know are not as good and you know there's been con- concern about the youth of the team and 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 you know their their reaction to when things don't go as well as maybe they did in the at the start of the game and in, in the in the second half and I mean several veterans and even your head coach Chris Jones was like at some point you just have to get over it at some point you just have to not let the moment be too big and you just got to go do it it's a mental block so you're paying to, to to win games, so go do it. And there's no question this team has had a lot of practice in dealing with adversity. And like you said, with the rain uh, and with the uh, lightning delay, there was a lot of things to for this team to get through. So tell me how validating it is to finally you see all the work that goes in, in the meetings and practice, and and finally it's like you you you're able to win a game when there was a lot that was going against you. Well, you kind of know how it is, man. When things aren't going your way as an organization, everybody going to criticize. Everybody have things to say. But uh, whether it's the first half, second half, third quarter, fourth quarter, the biggest thing I've noticed, you know, um, being someone that's on the inside looking out is it's the cost of the mistakes and turnovers. Um, and, and it's mm-hmm. like the timing of that kind of cost us. And, the, and unfortunately, a lot of those mistakes that are costly mistakes come at the second half of football games or they the turnovers occur at moments when time's running out because if you look at a lot of the times man we didn't have teams on the ropes that we let off and it occurred in the second half if you look back where mistakes made last week of course but it was early in the game so it, it wasn't here we go again type scenario you see what i'm saying and i think that's what kind of been like like just that dark cloud is the cost of the mistakes and turnovers that seem to occur second half of football games. But I know for us, it's playing clean, complementary football in all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams. But um, I think Thursday, we were able to put that on film and put everything together. You know, offense, we was out there, and we stalled a little bit. Defense had our back to get a stop. We had some good plays by special teams that's been playing lights out the past several weeks. And a lot of times, special teams don't get highlighted because everybody worry about the return guy. But our cover teams has been playing outstanding and getting better weekly, you see. So it's just us playing complimentary football and eliminating the costly mistakes and turnovers. And if you look at the games that was played this weekend, the costly mistakes cost teams and turnovers cost teams games in the first few minutes, you know. So you can play clean, lights out all game, but it's like those mistakes that come at the end, it's easy to magnify and say, this is what lost the game. But I know for us, it's just been the cost of the mistakes and turnovers and us having a young squad or a young team, what they say, that's kind of out the window. You know, it's week 8, 9, 10, training camp's over. Professional football is professional football, but it's just having that maturity as an athlete of like, you know what I'm saying, let me hold my self-accountable, do my job, do my task, and not be the one to make those costly mistakes that can cost the team or cause turnovers or things of that sort. But guys out there playing their hearts out is just things haven't worked in our favor being due to the adversity we didn't face of just trying to get that first win of the season. Manny Arsenal, Elks receiver, joining us here on 6.30, Chad, Inside Sports. So let, let's talk about that rain, that lightning delay. 
one hour and 47 minutes long. And, you know, in sports, it's about control what you can control. Well, you can't control the weather. So how did you feel the team was able to, to, to get through that, that uh, lightning delay and, and some uncertainty? Uh, it was pretty good, man. You know, the teams had plans in place. Jones made sure we was off our feet. And then we was, um, you know, we was, um, you know, looking through your playbook, staying engaged in the game, not getting distracted. And um, not letting the moment be too big, like you say, Then, as we was getting um, updates, you know, through G-Roy, um, relaying message to us, we was just staying, staying in the moment, man, understanding that it's a game we have to win, and it's one of the ones we got to win, being that, you know, we haven't won a game yet, then getting ready to go out, as they said, the, the delay might we have 15 to 20 minutes, you know, Coach Aaron Craig was able to put us through mobility, inside so once we got outside it was get to moving but I think the plan that they had in place keeping everybody calm meeting with your position groups was very important so now when we came out it was about executing it wasn't coming in the locker room lay down FaceTime your family get on the phone check your Instagrams and Twitter it was still strictly business and then we had a football game to play, and I think that helped a lot because normally when those delays come, you worried about everything but the football game. Right. But the coaching staff and everybody keeping us locked in, having a plan in place, we was able to make adjustments because normally you don't have that much time during halftime, so adjustments was able to be made, and guys was able to lock in and play a cleaner half of football coming out the second half as the rain stops. So I think that delay was beneficial for us because we was able to stay together as a team and Coach Jones made sure each position group, the vets that was there, made sure boys was locked in and wasn't on some just silly stuff. We was there for yeah. business and um, and that's what we had to take care of. What's been the the main adjustment with Trey Ford now as your QB1, your starting quarterback, and Jarius Jackson now calling the plays? Man, it's really having that mentality. Uh, every rep matters, you know, um, and that's kind of what it's been. You know, Trey's out there just playing his brand of football, doing what he do. And as receivers, we got to hold ourselves accountable. If the play say be at six yards, we need to be at six yards. If it say block your guy, block your guy. But it's eliminating the misassignments and those mistakes and just trying to play clean football. And I think that's been the biggest adjustment, trusting one another, um, trusting one another to do our jobs, you know, and, and, and that's kind of how it's been. But it's just building that chemistry, man, and just having the confidence as an offense that regardless of the defense that's out there, we're one of the best groups in the league. You can't talk about it. You have to put it out there on film. And when you're on a team that's winless, you know, you kind of get overlooked a lot. So it's just about, man, making your play, taking one play at a time and knowing that the most important play is the next play. And if you look at the past couple of weeks, that's kind of what we've been putting on film. Mm-hmm. And, and it's kind of different with guys, guys just trying to hold everything together, hold one another accountable and just play. Regardless if it's good or bad, we got to stick with one another and finish games. And that's been a thing. Can we finish a game? And it's more so how about how do we respond? You know, reacting don't get you anything. So it's about responding, making adjustments, and just um, putting the quarterback in a position, man, to kind of be successful. But with us as receivers, it starts by us doing our job, making sure we 
supposed to be where we're supposed to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On time with everything. Manny Arsenault, Edmonton Elks receiver, joining us on 630 Chad Inside Sports tonight. And uh, Manny had three catches, 33 yards in the game. Your last catch puts you over the 9,000 career receiving mark that puts you in the top 30 in the CFL all time. And I believe you had your 138th consecutive catch, which dates back till 2010, by the way. Um, tell me about the milestone and uh, what that means to you right now. Man, you know what? It's a blessing, but it wouldn't be possible without those coaches, my teammates, the um, several organizations that gave me an opportunity since I got into the league in 2009. But for me, man, it's showing guys like Gino Dunbar, Swerve, you know. We got Dylan, Danny, um, CJ, you know, a handful of receivers, man just showing them what consistency can get you at the pro level of football. They bring about that longevity because everybody asks, what's the secret? How do you do it? Like, And that's the thing. The secret is there is no secret. It's about showing up with your hard hat and your lunch pail every time you come to work, whether it's meetings, weight room, practice field, and just doing what you have to do. And um, I've been blessed to put myself in a position where organizations and coaches can trust me to get the job done. And it's also learning to embrace a role. When I came into the league, I was used to being that big-name guy, making those big plays, the 50-50 balls and everything starting out in B.C. But now it's about the next wave of guys and, and, not, and, and knowing that the game's bigger than me, and I get that. So whatever the role is, I'm willing to embrace it, but knowing that I can still compete at a very high level and get the job done of what asked of me. But a lot of this wouldn't be possible without the teammates that I've had um, amongst the teams that I was on. You know, they helped me get open. They helped me get the ball. And shout-out to all the quarterbacks, you know, dating back to my Travis Lule days. Heck, even catching balls from Jarius Jackson, who's my OC now. <laughs> but um, it's just a blessing, you know, and I don't take it for granted at all. But I know for me, man, every day is a day for me to find a way to get better. I take pride in everything that I do, whether it's taking notes to the practice field, and that's something that I just hold my hat on, man. It's just having a high expectation, raising the bar and having a standard in place to never really get complacent with this game or take it for granted because at any moment it can be gone. And I've experienced that with surgeries or injuries that set you back. And you got to think, in 2021, I wasn't even in the CFL. So um, any opportunity, man, I get to go out there, whether it's catching, blocking, whatever, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. You know, uh, you've had short weeks this season. You've had regular weeks. You've had long, long weeks. And when you know people ask in general, well, what what does that mean? What does a short week mean to to a team or a long week? I always find that's a question that's more uh, in the moment and situational. So here you are. Uh, you, you're off your first win. You have a long week. You're back on the field on Wednesday as the game is on Sunday at Commonwealth. So what's the benefit this week of having a longer week to prepare for the Red Blacks? 
man, for the most part, it's about getting your mind right, taking care of your body. If you're a guy that's dinged up a little bit, you have a bigger window or a longer time frame to get yourself healthy. If you're a guy who's healthy, you continue to do what you do, but um, staying engaged, not getting distracted, you know, not getting bored with the fundamentals, not getting bored of just going through the motions and understanding that week to week is different, but each week is business. So whether it's a short week, long week, you're here to perform and play football, but it's all about each guy approach and how he gets himself ready to go out there and win a football game to be at his best when it's time for kickoff. Manny, it was a pleasure having you back on the uh, on the airwaves here. We will uh, congrats on the first win. Congrats on uh, rec- uh, nine thousand yards receiving, cracking the CFL top thirty, and uh, we'll see you out on the practice field on Wednesday. Okay, have, have a great rest of your night. Oh, thanks a lot. Um, appreciate you too. That is Manny Arsenal. Yes, over nine thousand receiving heart, uh, yards for his career, and Kellen and I were looking. He's not that far from ten thousand yards now. He's going to have to maybe play another couple of years if he mm-hmm. wants to get to that mark. But and we were talking about is he Hall of Fame worthy? You know, he's definitely entering entering into the conversation. I think. I think he's definitely in the conversation for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It was great to have Manny Arsenault on the Certainteed Hotline, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainteed Pro all the way. <laughs> For all the news and expert opinion, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Dave Campbell for Reed Wilkins tonight and for the remainder of the week. Reed will be back a week tonight on 630 Chad Inside Sports, which is brought to you by our, uh, which is this portion of the program, brought to you by Cougar Payton Collision, our family helping your family for 40 years. And uh, Manny Arsenal talking about the second half of the game on Thursday, which again I didn't think was their best, a lot better than we've seen before, where we saw complete implosion and collapsing, and a young team just finding ways to lose instead of finding ways to win. They got they got some help from some missed field goals and that sort of thing, but hey, could you know? Sometimes when you're the better team that night, you get those kind of breaks. I asked Trey Ford after the game. Because he mentioned it to me last week when the the first day of preparation for the Tiger Cats, it was on the Sunday, and he says, I need to keep my energy level higher in the second half. I kind of had a little bit of a drop-off. So I asked him, was was that improved or did you have another drop-off? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we came out a little bit slow in the third quarter. I mean... Uh, part of that's on me. I know we technically had two turnovers today because we didn't know we didn't find them. We went for it on third down. And I yeah. think two incompletions. So, I mean, like those those definitely don't help. It's definitely a morale killer. So uh, I just got to be smarter with the ball and uh, try to get some completions. If not, try to run for it and just keep the offense on the field because the more time we're on the field, the more opportunity we have. Very true. Very, very true. But you look at the uh, completion percentages, he's over 70. He's efficiency rating, he's well over 100 in both games. And the only time they had a 100-plus efficiency rating from a starting quarterback was back in week number three when Taylor Cornelius was polled for Jarrett Dagey in the second half. That was Cornelius's best outing. And let's give Cornelius some uh, credit, too. On the th- a second and uh, short, 
the trickery to AC Leonard. Yeah, he might have overthrown him a bit, but AC Leonard's a former receiver. Sometimes you got to get that wingspan out there. He gets, makes a one-handed catch to set up Cornelius's touchdown, and he has embraced the role. Maybe embrace is a little too strong, but he is definitely, you know, he's doing whatever he needs to do right now. He is not the number one. He's listed as a number three behind Jarrett Diggy and the starter, Trey Ford. They're playing more together as an offense. And uh, Trey Ford, yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell that his second halves are not as good as his first halves. But the one thing he did in Hamilton was play clean. And it's back to this, the opportunity to give yourself an opportunity. And that's what they're doing right now. And the next opportunity comes on Sunday against the Ottawa Red Blacks. And uh, by the way, if uh, you are here from the Northwest Territories, uh, because you've been displaced from the wildfires, we thank you very much for listening to the show and uh, hope we can give you a, a little bit of uh, relief uh, for a short amount of time. And the Edmonton Elks are stepping up as well as uh, they are giving free tickets to the game for evacuees uh, in the Northwest Territories for the game on Sunday against the Red Blacks. So, you, uh, any evacuee has come to Edmonton, you can claim your tickets throughout this week by showing your evacuation wristband or your Northwest Territories driver's license. And yesterday, Edmonton Expo Centre uh, said of, as of noon yesterday that uh, 3,000 evacuees had registered uh, at the Expo Centre. So, tough time, but uh, the Elks giving you an opportunity to uh, give yourselves about three hours of enjoyment and kind of put all the stuff in the background that's been tough and you know let's face it it's it's tough it's tough and i don't know what you're going through but boy i definitely pray and think of every one of you and hope again if when you go back it's the best situation possible so but uh enjoy the game on sunday for sure as we will hopefully well you know the edmonton marathon was yesterday beautiful day and the person that won in the women's division. That was her first full marathon. We'll find out her story next.